What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, (coughs) interesting article off of the Daily Star, which is where we, you know, there's a lot of UFO stuff on the Daily Star, but this is a really interesting article. It talks about a woman who's terrified of leaving her house because she's worried about being abducted by alien visitor stalkers. So, um, this article is about Sasha Christie, who's 51. Uh, she states that she's had so many close encounters of the third kind with extraterrestrials that she now has one simple message for Earth's alien visitors to please leave her alone, exclamation mark. (laughs) So she's, she's terrified because she's been visited multiple times. She's a mother of five and she's had nine major sightings in her lifetime. That have included tiny zigzagging lights that uh, were in North Yorkshire, so this is in the UK, uh, in 1983, as well as her scariest experience, which was on a family holiday to Wales in 1997. So she lives in Liverpool, and she says it's really hard to explain her encounters, uh, as it's hard for me to believe what I've seen. That kind of goes hand in hand and with other people who've had alien abduction experiences people just don't know what to say i've spent my whole life trying to think of other scenarios of things that it could be but the only conclusion is that it's life from uh it's other life forms and ufos so she states that looking at the sky it scares me as i don't know what i'm going to see next but i can't help to check the sky when i go out it's just a habit now it's like i have to make sure nothing is going to fall on my head she states, I'm not too sure where most UFOs frequent, but it does sometimes feel like they're always near me. I would be a millionaire if I knew why only certain people see UFOs, but I think it's happened to me as I look into the sky a lot. Well, I look into the sky a lot too, and I, I don't know as if I've been abducted. I need to do hypnotic regression to find out for sure, but um, I, I unfortunately haven't seen too many UFOs. I've seen, I've seen a few. Um, But she says she wishes they would stop. She said the particularly terrifying encounter was in 1997 on a trip with her family when she saw a craft in the sky and a barefoot alien run past her. She says, myself, my ex-partner Steve, my son Louie, and two two out of the three of Steve's family members went on a short break to a small remote cottage. At one point, Steve was pointing at these fluorescent lights in the sky that seemed to be getting closer and closer as they moved forward towards us. She states, As the clouds were so low, the shadows and the shape of the UFO made it look like a bright, rippling jellyfish in the sky. A bright, rippling jellyfish. I haven't heard that before because most are described as being discs or 
saucer shaped or top hat shaped, but a brightly rippling jellyfish. Could this be a new UFO that we haven't heard about before? It's possible. Let's go on further here. She stated everyone had to come out to take a look at this point. The kids were feeling a bit nervous, and the sheep in the field next to us had all eerily laid down. And you know something's bad when all the aliens, <laughs> aliens, when all the animals are doing something in in uh, conjunction. She states Louie had told me something as I had touched his foot, and I believed him, but I wanted to look at the lights a little bit more to understand what was going on. I stood there for another minute or so when I suddenly heard something running barefoot in the mud behind me. All of a sudden it bumped into me. As it ran past and it, my chest exploded. Before I even realized what was happening, I was running back into the house in a panic, in complete hysterical blindness. I couldn't see where I was going. I just knew I needed to run. Sasha's UFO sightings have left her shaken. She now suffers with post-traumatic stress disorder and sometimes worries when leaving her own house. Now, this is really interesting, right? Because we have a bright, rippling jellyfish in the sky. We have an alien that ran past her and bumped into her as it ran past. And then she ran into the house in a hysterical blindness. She couldn't even see where she was going. I don't know about you guys, I, I have had an experience where um had a ton of water kind of like dumped on me as a kid and then like I was trying to run in the house to wipe my face off because I couldn't see anything and I, that was that was a blinding experience. I was basically blindly running towards the house, but that's because I had something in my eyes. I, I wonder if any of you have had the similar experience of running blindly towards something because of straight up panic, straight up anxiety, and sometimes that can happen with anxiety, high-stress situations where you kind of black out a bit. Um, so she states, I used to feel safe, but seeing UFOs so close up has removed the nice bubble I used to live in. I feel like there's nothing between the top of my head and space. Isn't that an interesting quote? It makes you think about, like, her protection, you know, in, in the real world, you know, like her perceptions of protection. We perceive that we have this body and that this body, you know, is protected to some degree with muscle and whatever. But a lot of times, you know, if you have an experience that is inexplicable, those feelings and those perceptions of safety go right out the window. Um, she states the idea of us being contained in something has now completely gone. She states that this leaves me with a lot of anxiety. I get worked up every time I need to leave the house, and I'm okay once I leave the house, but it takes a, a lot to get me out of the house. And she states that she feels like a lot of the anxiety happened after she went to uh, Wales in 1997. She also states that she doesn't like the month of February. It's a bad month for me. I try to stay in, stay in as much as possible because I suffer with severe anxiety. She attends yearly UFO conventions. Which, which is where people can share their experiences and where she claims uh, to have helped uh, helped her by going to these conventions and come to terms with the idea of extraterrestrial life forms. Um, you know, what's interesting is that it's, it's such a, it's such a inexplicable, un, you're basically unable to kind of describe some of these situations and um, it, it's hard to move forward. 
especially in high stress situations, you know, because imagine that, you know, you experience something that no one else has, you know, think about war veterans, think about first responders, think about people who went to like these emergency events like 9-11, or it doesn't even have to be 9-11, right? It could just be a standard house fire. It could be anything that's traumatic. These things last a lifetime and they cause all kinds of bizarre physical manifestations within you. So like, I remember personally, you know, and I'll share with you guys, you know, I personally have anxiety. And so when I first started getting anxiety, I thought, well, you know, I know about anxiety. I know how it works. And, you know, this is an anxiety. I would, I couldn't catch my breath. You know, it felt like I always needed to have a deep sigh. It was because my body was under so much stress that I had to like release it. So I had to like take these deep breaths and relax. And, you know, a lot of times you need medication to like help you relax. So, you know, if you feel like you're under, you know, having anxiety, having, having that kind of, that reaction that, you know, get, get, get the help that you need, you know, because we deal with a lot of stress and it's, it's overwhelming. And so you need to, you need to understand that that's going to happen throughout time that from time to time you may need to. So what do you think about this jellyfish like uh, craft that she saw? It seems as though it, it kind of violates all of the predispositions that we've had about aircraft you know, alien aircraft, Bob Lazar, who worked at Area 51 S4 and all that, he, you know, he talked about how most of the aircraft were dish-shaped. Could you imagine having, like, some sort of, like, jellyfish-like craft come down and all of a sudden put your, your view of extraterrestrial aircrafts right out the window? That's, I've always been fascinated by aircraft and about the design and, and purpose and, you know, could it have been that she misperceived it? Could it have been that she saw it incorrectly? Absolutely. Um, is it possible that it could have been um, a distraction and, and not actually the, the aircraft itself, but that the aircraft could have put out like flare-like objects, just like we do, shooting out flares to reduce uh, the heat signatures on our aircraft? That's possible as well. Um, haven't really heard of ufos doing that but it, it's possible because we're being visited by so many different species it's definitely possible um what do you think you know what do you think about this do you think there's a purpose for uh, a jellyfish like uh craft why why do jellyfish have tentacles right they propel themselves through the water is it possible that the ufo would require some sort of tentacles for feeling for uh maneuvering it's also possible, and this is kind of like a wild theory, but, you know, we have Nessie, right? We have the Loch Ness Monster. A lot of people, including the remote viewers for the government, believe that Nessie is actually a ghost of a dinosaur, which people, some people might say, oh, it's ridiculous, but it's not any more ridiculous than the fact that we actually had dinosaurs, and we do have ghosts, so it would make sense that we could have dinosaur ghosts. Um, so... Is it possible that it could be like some sort of octopus-like ghost or octopus or jellyfish-like ghost that just happened to manifest in the air instead of the sea? It's possible. Could it be a, a, a different manifestation that we don't even know about, some sort of alien manifestation or an actual alien? I mean, think about if you ever saw Men in Black 3, 
they had these spacecraft, you know, flown in by, by whoever the uh, antagonists were in that movie, and, and this happened in the future. And these these craft had like these tentacles coming off of them. I mean, anything that human minds can imagine can come true. Everything that we imagine usually can be created, right? If we imagine creating some vehicle with a certain frame, well, once you have it in your imagination, all it takes is for you to physically manifest it. So that kind of craft could be physically manifested. It's just what and why and, and what its purpose is, is that is what we need to figure out. So I'll leave you guys with that. I am going to jump on and do another podcast about another really cool topic. Um, but I thought that this one was, was interesting because it brings about, you know, mental health. It brings about UFOs. And I think that, you know, I'm always trying to promote mental health with you guys. And I want to make sure you guys are staying healthy physically, spiritually, emotionally, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. Because you know what? Life's short. Life's short. You know, it might seem long sometimes, but it's pretty short. Um, once you start getting up there in age and your body starts changing, you're like, oh, crap, I'm not going to feel young forever. All of a sudden, things start changing in your mind and you start thinking differently and thinking about, you know, your legacy and, and, and what you're leaving behind as opposed to, you know, what might be ahead. And and so you, you, you start changing your, your perspective a bit. So um, I want you guys to take care of yourselves, especially during these times. You know, if you need therapy, get therapy. You know, there's ways to get it, um, you know, cheaply. Uh, you can do it online now. You can do it uh, in person. If you have Medicare, Medicaid, if you have to pay out of pocket, there's ways to do it. So um, get that as well if you need it. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.